Yes, we like other things than basketball, and we know other things than basketball. This is the time that we talk about them because they're not basketball. Welcome into a very special episode of either Spread the Floor or Mad About Movies VIP Club, depending on which feed you are listening to. I am your host, Brian Gill, joined as always, as always, by the uh, by the Juan Pablo oh my to my gosh. Brad Womack. It's <laughs> Dude, okay, so if you... Okay, all right, I'll, let, me, let me redo it. I'll join as always by the Sean Lowe there to my go. Brad Womack. Yeah. It's, uh, it's my co-host, Tobin. Tobin, how's it it's, going, buddy? I was better before you did that. Like, there's probably... That's probably the only <laughs> Bachelor that you could call me that I'd be legitimately insulted by because he's like the most is he isn't he the most hated now at this point oh yeah so, he was terrible wow he was terrible he was a terrible wow. human being um <laughs> I'll, I'll just a little inside baseball i i thought earlier tonight i was like it'd be really funny if i introduced him as juan pablo and then i was like no nah, that's mean <laughs> that guy was a douchebag probably abusive like i'm not gonna do that uh, I'll I'll do Sean Lowe instead, and then right as I started to say it, I was like, I can't remember who I said, <laughs> who I was going to call him. So anyway, uh, Tobin, we're here to talk about the Bachelorette, not basketball and not movies. Um, de- again, depending on which feed you're listening to, I'm just going to put this on both feeds. I'm not going to go in and do editing to pretend like we recorded specifically for each feed. It is what it is. Um, we only have so much time in the day, and this is what we can provide. We are here to talk about the Bachelorette, but before. We can do that. I think legally, Tobin, you and I are not allowed to do that without bringing in, um, without bringing in some female representation onto this show. And uh, that's always, it's always, we're always looking for an excuse to talk to our good friend Ellen from Love That Movie. So let me introduce the Emily Maynard to my Brad Womack to Tobin Sean Lowe. <laughs> It's Ellen. <laughs> Ellen from Love That Movie. How's it going, Ellen? Hey, going good. Emily, that's uh, uh, all right. All right. I'll take that. Okay, you'll take that one? Okay. <laughs> She's a little out there, I, but yeah. Sure. He right. called you Juan Pablo, um, but he could have called you Jake Pavelka, which that's would have been worse. That would have been so. savage dig. Savage dig <laughs> as well. Um, we're here to talk about The Bachelorette, as I mentioned, because this is the most explosive season of The Bachelorette ever, if you listen to the promos for said series. Um... Tobin and I talked a tiny bit about The Bachelorette on our uh, on Spread the Floor like two or three weeks ago, and uh, we were going to do maybe some sort of recaps as the season went along or like some breaks in the basketball talk to do that, but then also basketball is like never, it never stops. There's always four hours of content to talk about that we're trying to squeeze into an hour or an hour 20. Um, so we just have, at some point I was like, hey, why don't we just do a a mid-season uh, Bachelorette talk with with Ellen. And Ellen, obviously, you were game for this. So we're here to do, we're here to do just that. Yes. And we, we waited for the, this moment because um, in case you're not watching The Bachelorette, I don't know what in the world you're doing with your life. There's literally nothing happening otherwise in the, in the world. Um, this is a crazy season of The Bachelorette in which uh, the, 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 I almost said the contestant, that's not, the star of the show, Claire, <laughs> totally sabotage yeah, the entire spoiler thing. alert by the way if you haven't <laughs> if you haven't caught up yeah. or you're gonna start it later just know from this point on there's spoilers, full spoilers. <laughs> yeah full spoilers full spoilers she blew up the whole show she left four weeks in or whatever we are at this point and she now has been replaced by a the backup bachelorette who turns out to be awesome so we're gonna talk about that we're gonna break down this whole thing in, in a few minutes I think Ellen that Tobin and I have already covered on uh, on spread the floor at least our mutual affinity for the Bachelor and the Bachelorette and the shame that we have taken over the years for those for that those so uh, much shame the things that we like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes um, we we have been shamed but we will not be shamed any longer um, I love this show I will tell you I watched this I watched the Bachelorette especially I watched it religiously through about 2014 i think the last season that i really was i really watched every episode and was very serious about to the point of running a bachelor fantasy league um with a bunch of our friends that tobin won one year if i remember correctly my first year Um, awesome (laughs) (laughs) uh i think the last season that i really watched was claire's season with juan pablo um, which was a total train wreck of a, of a season. And I thought as big of a train wreck as it can get until <laughs> they brought her back for more. So 
Um, but Tobin and I both uh, have have watched this pretty religiously over the years. Kind of fell off of it over the last half decade, but have kind of, you know, my wife, if she's watching it with friends, and I kind of like, I sneak, you know, I sit in the back of the room and I just, and then by the end of the episode, I'm like totally locked in. It is, I don't care. There's no reality TV show that I enjoy watching um, that is not like uber competition based you know i love top chef i like amazing race things like that but i do not care whatsoever for any show that has been on bravo ever except for top chef like that kind of stuff just does not appeal to me whatsoever there is a train wreck factor with the bachelor and the bachelorette that i love and it it speaks to me on a very shameful deep level of just like for the every tuesday or monday or whatever night this is going to be on for the next x number of weeks I'm going to make fun of these people to a very serious level, really, if we're being probably a hurtful level, if we're being <laughs> honest with, with myself. Um, and I get and that. That's I don't know. It's something to look forward to that. I think is it's so much fun. My wife and I have have, have bonded over this show. Even when we were dating, we watched this show together because it was like we're going to make fun of these people so hard and it's going to be a great time. This this season exceeded even all of my expectations. But Ellen, we want to get your background with uh, the show. And um, are you a religious watcher? Is this is is this per- perpetual? How long have you been watching, et cetera, et cetera? Go ahead and and break down your your bachelor bachelorette habits for us. Yeah. So I I'm like yeah a very religious watcher. Um, I've I think the first season that I watched every episode of was Allie as the Bachelorette. Mm. And then I couldn't stand Chris Souls. Was he the Bachelor after her? I think... I took a break because the next season that I got back into watching was Caitlin Bristow. Okay, Um, okay. And then ever since then, I've watched every season, plus the, you know, Paradise, all that stuff, um, (laughs) which is... Such good TV. Um, but I think, I mean, of course, I'm, like, going to show my age here. When I was when I was a lot younger, I feel like I randomly saw, like, episodes of, like, uh, Bachelor Bob or, like, Trista or something like that. Like, yeah. real early stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I know a lot of those, like, major, the, you know, the major storylines, the things that were really, like, big in, you know, Bachelor franchise history from the seasons that I didn't see just like going back and watching those like best of, you know, clip shows or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I've watched every episode probably consistently since Caitlin for sure. Um, And yeah, it's, it's so wild that like, that they can get this many people to like completely like suspend reality and just, fully decide that this is a normal thing to do and this is a normal way to like mm-hmm. form yes. relationships. Yes. Um, and it's wild that like it's worked at least a little, <laughs> you know, like I mean, majority of it doesn't work out, but the fact that there's like at least five people still married with kids blows my mind. Um, but I mean, there's, but the, you know, various reasons for that, you know, you've got like the Sean and Catherine that, connected over being of the same religion and you know some people it's like well that's kind of all I need to go on so let's go from there and like other things you know of that same nature like oh we're both super into fitness great I love you forever like I don't (laughs) 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 um but yeah it's it's a lot of fun to watch and then like kind of go online and see what Twitter's saying about it be part of the conversation I've roped my husband into watching it with me uh, over the years since mm-hmm. you know we started dating and um yeah it's it's never not entertaining to me <laughs> i think that the the bachelorette is not as fun as the bachelor and so like really? i haven't well and I, there's a reason for that because you've if you watch all of them you notice that in the bachelorette all the dudes are like you know for the most part hang out with each other and they're cool with each other unless there's like you know, there's always that one guy that makes everybody mad, but they, it's like a, you know, bro vacation for them, basically, that gets a little mm-hmm. awkward. And 
the girl always makes them do like really cringy, like, you know, stuff that's hard to watch, which is sometimes good, but sometimes it's hard. Like this year when Claire made them like talk to her while she was in like the Romeo and Juliet tower. And I was like, this is so uncomfortable. And that you don't like that kind of stuff is, is really uncomfortable. Whereas the bachelor, the dude is just trying to have fun with as many girls as he can at once. And they, hate each other so it makes more entertainment in my opinion because it's, it's a lot more catty and it's a lot more mm-hmm. like drama and so like to me the bachelor is the more fun watch but like i couldn't miss this year right so you know y'all both watch it with your spouses my my wife has made fun of me <laughs> ruthlessly for watching this and made fun of brian as well and then the other night whenever the you know whenever the stuff hit the fan with claire she she was on the on the couch like you know, slapping my leg, fast forward to the park, fast forward, fast forward. Cause you know, and she, you know, she got a little bit hooked, but she won't admit it. So <laughs> I'm going to call her out here on a public po- podcast instead. So it really just takes one, uh, one, ep- one good episode will really lock you yeah. in to be honest. Like it's very, it's v- like, it's, I, I, I can feel our listeners being like, really, really dude. And I totally get it. Like, it's very easy to judge. But when you watch some of this stuff, it's just the train wreck factor mm-hmm. is off the charts on every episode. Yes. And, and it's so hard to <laughs> to look away from um, in so many ways. Yeah, like I'm the, this. <laughs> the, the I was trying to look up the there's been so many spinoffs. I don't think I ever watched like Bachelor in Paradise, but Bachelor Pad, I definitely I definitely watched that. And oh, you haven't watched any of the remember. Bachelor in Paradise? Oh, my God. I think. I get as much as I love a good train wreck. I get uncomfortable with some of the situations that that happen in these shows. Sure. And Bachelor Pad was like most of the uncomfortable situations and less of the the ones that I find fun to make fun of. Like I was just like squirming the whole time. Um, didn't don't didn't really enjoy that. I did watch some of Bachelor Pad, and I can't remember. I should have I should have prepped for this, but there was a. It may have been Bachelor. It may have been Bachelor Pad, but there was one. There was one that they did where it turned into like a sort of a game show at the end. Do you Bachelor remember this Pad one was where a they, game show kind of thing where they okay. had to like and at the end they they did like challenges. You either take all the money or half the money or whatever. Is well, that, I think it was kind of like Big Bell Brother, wasn't it? Like like a like a dating Big Brother. There almost there there was a thing that they did. It was like in the it was right in the heyday of when I was really watching all this stuff, and it, it may have been Bachelor Pad. I'm, again, I'm trying to look it up without just sitting here and having blank air. But like at the end of it, they get <laughs> they got they to the end of money. it and. Yes, and that was the whole thing. It's like all these contestants who have been spur, uh, scorned on on previous uh, seasons of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, and they're doing the whole love and money thing. And at the end of it, the first season, <laughs> they get to one of these things, and it's one guy and one girl, and <laughs> they both get like a whiteboard, and the prize is like a million dollars or something. And the whole bit is if they both write... Uh, that they're going to split the money, mm-hmm. then they do that. Then they each split the money. And if they both write that they're going to take the money, then nobody gets the money. But if one writes take and one writes split, then the person who writes take gets the whole thing. <laughs> and that's what happened to the guy. And the the uh, and I, I'm so, I feel so unprepared for this. I'm, I've got to go back and look. I'll, I'll, as we're talking, I'll try and find the names of these people. But the the... The poor the the woman went first, and she talked about how she re- she really wanted the money. She came here for the money, but she fell in love along the way, and so she wrote split. And then it goes to the guy, and he says, "Oh yeah, totally came here for love, and and uh, I just this is so great." But also, that's a million dollars, and just like he just took the whole thing, and it's just it's just such a savage burn to this poor woman. Um, but it was, it was incredible TV and that's what they do. That's what the, the producers of the show are probably evil, but they are also complete geniuses in knowing how to create content that is very, very difficult to, to turn away from and to walk and to not watch. And so, oh yeah. um, oh yeah. And if you've watched it, it's for amazing. long enough, like you can see these production tricks that they do, like, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, after so many seasons, if you don't see somebody <clears throat> say the words, like if you don't see their mouth moving and the words happening, they didn't say it in that instance. 
Totally. They're cutting yeah, totally. in audio from somewhere else and placing it in that scene. And, like, those little things. And, like, you can totally see, like, the puppet hands of them just, like, emotionally manipulating the crap out of these people. <laughs> like, for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, again, I've heard, it's terrible, Yeah, I've heard but, so many interviews of, of women being like, I was sitting in that interview and I just was, like, pouring my heart out and having all this, you know, emotions and they wouldn't let me go. Like the interview wasn't over and I just kept having to be like, what, what are you trying to get me to say? And they like, wouldn't let me go until I finally said they they got the good sound, but that they were looking for. And then the interview was over. Mm -hmm. So it's like, they can really make, you know, a lot of people have been painted to be like the villain of the season. You go and see them on other shows or listen to them on the million and one bachelor podcasts. And they're not that person at all, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's Except I mean Juan again, Pablo, he is that person. <laughs> <laughs> very much. Very much so. I think they learned something from that season though because I I mean, I, I don't think I'm a, I I know like my my little watching group in our fantasy league that we I mean there were probably 30 people in that that group um that season and that one ended so poorly and he was just such a i mean all these guys are jerks let's let's be except for sean Lowe and brad womack i will stand up for brad womack forever please don't please don't send me links about terrible things that he's done i don't i don't want to know um but i love brad womack but but seriously most of these people are terrible people and mm-hmm. it's you know it is what it is but juan pablo it was like a little bit too much uh you can see the you know the guy behind the curtains basically and it was it was really Almost unsettling. It was a very... It took away the fun of this stupid show where everybody's an idiot and made you feel like, oh, okay, we're we're supporting, like, a really gross person, I think. And mm-hmm. I I, th- I think a lot of people stopped watching after that. And so I think maybe they figured out some ways to, uh, to course correct a bit. And they bring us back to Claire. So I was yes. very excited, <laughs> and I know Tobin was too, about Claire coming back because uh, she's kind of a crazy person and yeah and that i mean that's the secret recipe right like i don't i don't mean i i hope that doesn't i don't i certainly do not intend that to sound to this to sound sexist but like the for because it is both sides seeming bachelorettes before sure okay sure so here so for the listener who doesn't watch this show like you know let me just go ahead and like and try to say this in a way that doesn't sound demeaning or disrespectful but when we say crazy it's not like you know oh she's crazy and she's that normal girl no it's a like she so she found this guy she left you can blow up the show for him and they interviewed them last night and they said so what's next and the guy (laughs) she left with was like i don't know maybe move in get married and she interrupted them and goes babies and like you know that's the kind of crazy we're talking about like she she is like a hundred miles an hour like she's on a coke bender all the time that's so yeah let's that's the kind of crazy it's not like the you know we're not trying to it's not a a disrespectful like stereotypical crazy that we're talking about like she just she is always a hundred miles an hour and it's like you better grab on or you're she's going to leave you in the dust basically right and and to be fair most of the most of the men who are contestants on the bachelorette and most of the men who have been the you know, the lead on the bachelor are also crazy. So it's, I mean, you have to be crazy to go on the show. I'm sorry. Like, it's just, it's, it's insane to, or or you have to be crazy or you have to be like very calculating and mindful of like, this is an opportunity for me to become an Instagram star, you know, at some point. So, so there's that. Nowadays, if you go on there without having the, you know, the, the potential of making money from your social media in mind, mm-hmm. then you're, mm-hmm. you're just not being honest, you know? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Claire, Claire was, uh, Claire was a, an incredibly exciting contestant when she was on Juan Pablo's season. She just was a, she was one of those people that the camera could not, you couldn't look away from because she was always doing something and was always, she's very, emotions on her sleeve and just says some wild things says and does some wild things through the course of it i don't know so did you ellen did you watch that season is this were you excited for claire to come back or was this sort of new for you comparatively to to me and tobin i didn't watch juan pablo i've seen a lot of clips from his season um she went on paradise i want to say once or twice and was yeah kind of 
in Nuts there as well, mm-hmm. although they did kind of give her a, a weird edit. But, yeah, she was just very, like, insanely leading with her emotions, and if she didn't, mm-hmm. like, find someone... She left early on Paradise because it wasn't working, and she gave it, like, a three days chance. Like... <laughs> And then she went on. That they sounds did this familiar. Thing. <laughs> they, I don't know if you guys remember the Bachelor Winter Games. It was during like a Winter Olympics. No. They did this like international show set on like this like ski chalet in the yeah. snow or whatever. They brought in people from like international Bachelor franchise shows. And she ended up getting engaged to benoit who was on the bachelor it was a contestant from the bachelorette canada a season that i actually have watched and benoit <laughs> is nuts he's like this french canadian like crazy person and they get engaged at the end and then i think not even a month later they called it off so it's like claire that's is, weird <laughs> claire is the kind of person who's been looking for love in these situations unsuccessfully for what, six or seven Mm -hmm. years now and Mm -hmm. has such a warped view of like, if I just keep trying harder and keeping more emotional (laughs) and more like (laughs) not even thinking about it, just go for it. Like it will Mm -hmm. work. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, I I don't know. I don't know about Dale. I don't know this man. We have yet to, we didn't even get a chance to know him. She no. dominated all of the conversation with him, and I feel like maybe he got kind of swept up yeah. emotionally, <laughs> swept up by everything, and right, we'll right. see when the dust settles <laughs> if this is for real. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it'd be really sad for her if it wasn't after all oh of this time, gosh. ABC giving her this big push, yeah. and it doesn't work. Um, uh, you know, I don't yeah. know if sad's the right word, because... <laughs> they made this big push with her, and then she basically was like, "Found him," and then ran oh, away. <laughs> you, you, know, I mean, it, again, because they're terrible people. You know, ABC is like secretly, or maybe not so secretly, hoping that this goes up in flames because it's a new, it's another special for them. Because then they could put you know, Dale on The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, Tobin, you're an evil genius. I mean, um, yeah, yeah, we'll I mean, put him on Bachelor in Paradise, and oh, everyone be like, "Who is a, Dale?" <laughs> what a what a what a nightmare! So to recap, what is what happened this year? Because I do I know like <laughs> I know our friend Weiser was like, please tell me because I don't want to watch it, but I do want to know what's happening. So <laughs> what happened was they bring her out. So this was this season was was uh, already destroyed weird. by COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's already already weird. Um, instead of being able to go around and go to crazy destinations and things like that, COVID happened right as filming was about to begin on this. And for a while, it gets postponed. And what they decided to do as a solution to this is to do what the NBA did. They created a bubble, which is amazing. I'm 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 amazed by the way that this whole thing was pulled off. They basically found a a resort in Palm Springs that they co-opted, and they brought everybody in and quarantined everybody for 14 days, and then they started the Bachelorette um, with Claire. And as this is happening, so we're you know. It, I'm sure if you're listening to this, there's no way you've never watched an episode of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, but the the opening episode every season, um, the contestants come out one by one from these limos and they have these one-on-one interactions with the the lead for like 12 seconds and half of them do something very stupid or bring a prop or, or something like that. So this is happening on the first episode and we're about halfway through the guys and uh, this guy Dale walks up and he, he introduces himself. It's pretty innocuous, like compared to some of the other ones that we've seen over the years. Mm-hmm. And as he's walking away, she says, "I think I just met my husband." That that's it. <laughs> and yeah, so, of course, like Chris Harrison. Out. Yeah, she's freaking out. I mean, she's just a complete. I mean, it's very on par for for Claire, or the, <laughs> at least the persona that we see of Claire and have seen over over the years. So, be clear. Chris Harrison is the best. He's just a genius at what he does. He's he's the proxy for the evil genius behind the behind the scenes. He does a great job. He's like, you said what now? And he just perks up immediately. It's just so, <laughs> it's so great. Um, and we, <laughs> and you know, okay, I want to get into. Um, obviously, they were they were uh, sort of posting up on this. Like they were very ready for this, and we'll talk about that in a second. She says, "I just met my husband." And then for the next, like, three... It's three weeks, right? The next three episodes, mm-hmm. something like that? Two, two. two episodes? Two, it's two, two weeks. And a, two and a half, yeah. Two and a half episodes. Okay. 
for well, the next two weeks. Time wise, she... they released it's two weeks that this happened. Okay. Amazing. <laughs> Insane. Over the next two two weeks, she proceeds to ignore everybody else in the house. <laughs> Only pay like passing attention to some of them, I would say, including this really weird date, Ellen, where she makes this guy confront all of his baggage from the oh my past gosh. and write it all in a diary and stuff, which is really uncomfortable and odd the way that, the, and then he, and maybe more uncomfortable that like, he seemed to really, it, really yeah. go for it. It was, I mean, it was very yeah. odd. Yeah. And he also, that also hooked him and maybe caused permanent damage to him now because <laughs> yeah, we'll talk. This is a guy. I'm sure we'll talk about it. Done this. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll talk about it because the last episode that we just finished, <laughs> he basically fell apart. So, <laughs> Yeah, Ellen, you and I were texting during that episode because it was really, it was, it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable the way that this all played out. But that's textbook bachelor, bachelorette stuff. Sure. I think the fact that they're not sleep depriving them by jet setting them every three days and mm-hmm. uh, like kind of keeping them on their toes in that situation, they're making the dates way more intense because they are just they can't leave. They can't go anywhere. So like, yeah, which is, but it's also crazy. This is like the first one-on-one. She has mm-hmm. this guy who's maybe never talked about his feelings before <laughs> dive into like the yeah. deepest, most like <laughs> private and like heartfelt part of his soul and just bear it to her. And then within a couple hours after her date, she's like, I just, I was thinking about Dale the whole time. <laughs> like you're like, <laughs> Yeah, and (laughs) on top of all of that, it's just this whole thing was he that was that one on one day. I'll give her some credit; like she actually was invested in that, you know. But literally everything else she did was so so. uh, Why why are you guys talking about Dell so much? Like, is there something going on? I just want to know. I just want to know what's going on behind the scene. And it was just like, oh. Like it was like her, yeah. oh, like it's all she could do. And I think to Ellen, to your point too, like they're having to make these dates weird. I think what's also making this season, and I think it's going to continue with Tasha, is that that's crazy. Is that they can go on these dates, and all the other guys are like a walking distance away from it. Like on the mm-hmm. on the last episode, they had a fireworks show, and then they showed <laughs> all the other guys watching. Like, well, that looks like a fun date, and they're all just kind of staring at the fireworks from afar. And so it makes it even more in, like intense and, and uncomfortable because I, we've already seen guys come in and interrupt dates and interrupt mm-hmm. things, yeah. and it's just it's I I. I move that they do this every time because I think it's really crazy <laughs> that they're all on the same campus, basically. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're all losing their minds. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, no question. It's, it's a, it's a genius play <clears throat> to be honest. I mean, like you talk about thinking on your feet and audible into, into a situation that actually turned out to be pretty great. I mean, goodness gracious. They did a great job with that. But yeah. You're, you're right. So when we, you know, you get these, these dates where, I mean, especially that one with that guy, Jason, he kept talking about the darkness in his, like, he kept saying, like, the demons, and but it wasn't, like, it, at least to me, it didn't come across as, like, sometimes I drink too much and I get a little crazy. It came across as, like, I killed a hobo one time. Yeah. I mean, it was really, really dark, um, and then she just abandoned him. It's, it's so, it's so tough. Maybe my favorite portion of the season so far, uh, you kind of touched on it, Tobin, was... After we've already spent mm-hmm. a good amount of time where all these guys are for sure picking up on the fact that she is only interested in, in Dale. I mean, it's, it's, she's, he's the only one that, that she really seems to, to care about whatsoever. They do a group date <laughs> where they do a roast um, <laughs> of, <laughs> you know, other contestants. You know, we, we, we'll poke some fun at, at Claire as well and then this whole situation that we're in, et cetera, et cetera. Claire, I mean, it full on. It was Michael Scott on the office with the roast because there's there's no one in this world who is more ill prepared for a roast than Claire is at this point. Like you can, you know, you know when they came up with this idea behind She's the scenes. Way scene, too fragile like, for that. Something like that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this is we're we're gonna get some great television out of this, 
And in fact, that is what happened because it wasn't just that she couldn't handle the jokes about her. It's then she was going to every single one of them makes a joke at Dale's expense, obviously, because he is very clearly the front runner and we got to try to knock him down a peg. Um, and then she just goes to each of them individually instead of like <laughs> getting to know more about them. And, you know, what does your folks do for a living? Where are you from? Like, all that sort of stuff. She's like, so why do you hate Dale? <laughs> it's just like, oh, my gosh. Just incredible TV, yeah. man. And they all are like, you know, I'd really like to talk about us. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But first, um, what was that <laughs> thing that you guys were all saying about Dale? <laughs> And this is right after the date where she literally spent like 45 minutes with Dale and like one minute each with the rest of the guys. (laughs) Yeah. And and oh my gosh, so great. It's great. It's great TV. Um, So what we've, what we ended with uh, over the last episode and then moving into this episode. So we, we are, we have gotten to the point now where it's very clear that she is only interested in this one guy. And there were originally, what, 30, 20, 26, something like that. There's a lot of guys in this house. It's not just one, just to be clear. Um, she's only interested in this guy. And then we start to, I will say, like, I, I try, I'm not a big uh, rumor mongering on, on uh, Instagram or websites or whatever. That's not really my thing. But it's very clear that there was some sort of communication going on between Dale and Claire before the show began and they are both denying that pretty heavily but she mm-hmm. at least admitted <laughs> on the show that she like super stalked him on Instagram and yeah. therefore so had too. pretty much already made the decision <laughs> before she even came to the show that like this is the guy for me out of all of these people. Yeah. yeah. To me that's if you're Dale like if you go back and watch the episode you'd be like oh no. Like because if, uh, yeah. if they actually yeah. did not text each other which I am almost 100% certain they are both lying through their teeth. But uh-huh. if they actually yeah. did not talk to each other before, she basically said, that's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching all this stuff now, like how in the world are you sleeping with two eyes closed right now? Like yeah. that's <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. There's, there's definitely, there's gotta be a part of him that's just like, oh, what did I, what did I do? Well, to be fair, he, he got down on one knee. Like we can <clears throat> yeah. say that he was probably yes, swept up in all of it. And the producers probably told him like, if you're going to leave here with Claire, you got to propose to her. That's what she needs and wants and blah, 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 blah. Oh, my gosh. But he did it. was such a great scene because I don't think he was, uh, aware that that like, was what he was about proposal. to have to do. <laughs> When Chris Harrison was explaining it all to him, it really seemed like he was like, wait, what? I got to do what now? This is how this ends? I got I to gotta propose to this person that I have known for literally three days? Um, uh, okay, I guess that's what we do for love. It's just, oh my God. Truly nuts. Oh I'm, my gosh. I've been following them both on Instagram just to see this through. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, he took her home to meet his family. Gosh, gosh. <laughs> so uncomfortable. Real so time uncomfortable. yesterday. <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. So we I, we can transition to you know where this where this goes from here. So the, the the gist of it is she's she's you know she's picked her guy. So Chris Harrison says, "Congratulations, you've just blown up the Bachelorette," and he's bitter. You can tell he's not. He real dropped, happy a, with he the dropped way. an f bomb, and I don't think I've ever seen Chris Harrison <laughs> drop an f bomb. Like that tells you the level of stress yeah. that Claire has caused him. Yes, <laughs> yes, and uh-huh. um, that's that's what your whole life is going to be like, Dale. She's always going to cause you stress. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a stressful human being. Um, yeah, so he says, "All right, you've blown this up. We get, we get, uh, we get. What's his? What's the jeweler's name, Ellen? I can't. Uh, Neil Lane. Uh, Neil Lane. Brian. Neil Lane. Thank you. <laughs> we get Neil on. Lane on the phone. We got to get some rings up in this joint uh, and get them, get them proposed, get them married. She leaves the show. She sort of does this um, non-apology apology thing to the guys, and very clearly oh, says, "I'm not apologizing for love," which is my favorite thing that has been said on this show in a, in a decade. Uh, <laughs> I'm not apologizing for love. Um, the guys are kind of bitter. They did a great right, job of so. cutting. They oh, went yeah, into quarantine. Totally. They, they, yeah. <laughs> they were a lot nicer about it than they 
could have been. Oh. So, what yeah. of them is a doctor who could have been actually <laughs> helping with the COVID situation <laughs> and instead did this? Good use of your time, uh, Doc. I think that says yeah, more he, about him than it does her. <laughs> that's that's accurate as well. Um, yeah, they're very angry. Whoever cut the promo together for the next episode is a, is just a total pro because <laughs> they, I was sexing Tone about this. They made it kind of look like when she leaves that the whole thing just turns into, like, Lord of the Flies or something. <laughs> like, all the guys are just like, ah! and, like, throwing stuff and setting fire to things. I mean, it's just, it looked incredible. It, it kind of looked like they came in, like, Chris Harrison just walks in and says... Well, guys, I don't know. Your contract says you have to stay here until the bachelorette kicks you off. We don't have a bachelorette, so you're here forever. Like, it's, uh, I don't know. I was dying. I was dying. I, I thought. Um, they are the masters was, of the next week trailer. Oh, just the best. They're the best at it. Um, yeah, so so this all ends in Claire leaves with her, with her potential soon-to-be husband, Dale, um, I want to get thoughts on whether or not we actually think that will go through in a minute here, but um, she leaves and we bring in a new Bachelorette contestant or star to to run the show here uh, named Tasia. I did not watch the season that Tasia was on. Did you see that season, Ellen? Yes, she was on Colton season. Okay, tell me Colton. Ab- about that season. I, I guess give me a short rundown on that season, but also... Were you excited for Tasia? Did you did you feel like she would be a, a good Bachelorette contestant? Yes. I think she got the short end of the stick on Colton's season for sure. So Colton was, um, a couple seasons ago, he was the virgin Bachelor. Oh, okay. Um, okay. He was a former football pro. He, like, dated Allie Raisman in real life and then went on the Bachelorette. Um, he was super into one girl uh, but he still, like, gave other people a chance. But when they got down to, like, the final three, uh, the one girl, Cassie, that he was going to pick, decided that she couldn't take it, she couldn't handle it, and she was going to leave. And that's when he infamously, like, jumped over a fence and tried to quit the show. He broke up with okay. the other two All girls right. and was like, I don't know, Cassie, I want you. And she was like, I guess we can date then, jeez. Um, and as of yeah. lately, she has put out a restraining order say, on now him. Now there's a so. restraining order. So, <laughs> oh no! Yeah, when I looked oh. up, when I looked, because I didn't watch that season either, and I don't know anything. When I looked up Tasia to see where her background was, the only thing that popped up was Colton restraining order, and I was like, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> that that went very poorly. So. Oh, uh, but to, to clarify, yeah. it wasn't Tasia that has the restraining order; it was some other yeah. girl. So, but yes, yeah, still not great. <laughs> Wow. Okay. But so Tasha was a was a quality contestant on the show the, oh, yeah. her season. Okay. She went on Bachelor in Paradise as well and she was just kind of one of the people that really gave it a shot and was game. Didn't really put too much of her, her emotions into it. She she dated one of the guys that she you know was kind of into from the show but she didn't uh she was just kind of game for okay. being part of the experience. So I think she, I think she'll be good. She's maybe like the prettiest person they've ever had on the show. My gosh, I think she's just absolutely gorgeous. So mm-hmm. I think all the guys are just going to be falling over themselves. Yeah. To, try to-, to that point, did y'all notice easy's reaction when she walked in? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's straight up like it's my profile picture now. Yeah. Yeah. He's straight up like, <laughs> lost his breath and drooled all at once and it was like oh my oh my god <laughs> like, that i watched that probably six times before i moved on because i i was laughing so hard okay oh, i have some I, I have some quick rundown rundown thoughts though there has to be a pretty significant chance that blake and jason have like a closet full of like claire hair right I mean, like more specifically, Blake. Like, uh-huh. yeah. 
Jason, I kind of yeah. feel bad for because of what we talked about. But Blake, yeah, he he's like kind of, yeah. he is kind of scary. Like, like he uh-huh. did the whole like interrupt the date thing, which is always kind of a sketchy move. In the but then the way he was acting when she was like, Claire would never do that. She would never do that. And I was just like, oh man, like Claire, I mean, please, her at all, dude. Please yeah. get a restraining order against him because like this this dude yeah. when he leaves the La Quinta is is coming <laughs> after you. So like, like I don't know, man. Like that creeped me out. Um, very, very it's much too so. Bad. I liked Blake, but yeah. Mm. Also, do you guys ever see Ed and ask yourself, how Who is, is that Ed guy? still here? Every single time. Every time it goes to him, I'm like, he's still here? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> he, he came on. So just, and I want to, I, I don't want to cut you off till I want to get back to your thoughts. But like, this, this last episode, when Tasia comes in, they, they, they surprise bring in four new guys. And then later they cut to Ed and I, I literally said out loud to, to the room, to my wife and our friends. I was like, who is that? Is he one of the new guys? Like I had completely forgotten who he was. Looked like a completely different person to me. Every so. time it cuts to Ed, I immediately think, and I will have the gabagool. Yeah. Yeah. He has a very Italian. Yeah. yeah. Those, the, and that's like when they, oh, so I know we need to answer the question of the Dell and Claire thing, but like, let's just, like, they were so happy to move on and then mm-hmm. to yeah. speak into the genius of these producers again. And then Chris Harrison comes in and takes her away. And immediately <laughs> you could feel the whole room go, oh, oh no. Like, and then, like, and then they're real pulled PTSD. Up. Those, after these this. poor yeah. guys, man. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. going to be a, f- a support group for these dudes whenever it's Seriously. over. And, yeah. like, there's, I, 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 they, yeah, you're right. They're going to have PTSD because, like, the second that limo pulled up, it was like six of them were just staring at the window like like they were watching their dog get murdered, you know? And it was, like, <laughs> like so, so bad. Like, it, yeah. and, like, anytime something comes up, like, it, it's like they're going to have, like, this, you know, this reaction and just, like, <laughs> yeah. they're scared of everything. I don't trust anyone anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm totally with you there. It's, it's just, I mean, I would guess that we all – have known or, or potentially dated somebody who was just exhausting to be around, you know? And I think that's the deal with, with Claire. It's just, it's, she's beautiful. She, um, you can see the virtue. She's very earnest, you know, all that sort of stuff. But also, it's got it's just exhausting. It's exhausting mm-hmm. to be around a person like that for it's just so intense all the time, and so there's so many emotions at play all the time. And 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 I I mean I don't want to speak for for you, Ellen, but I, but like I mean that that is something that I think transcends um, gender. I mean there's just there's men and women that fall into that category, and there's just times <laughs> where you're you're just you got it. You there's a certain point at which you say is this worth it? <laughs> is this yeah. worth all that I'm putting into this? Like, gosh, this is a lot of work to, to well, pull off. And, and I felt like yeah. you could, you get that from Claire so much that then you go to Tasia who, again, I, I have no background with her whatsoever from this show, but like, it felt like an immediate, uh, everybody sort of exhaling, like, whew, this is a lot better. This is a lot more comfortable than we were previously. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, well, and yeah, kind of speaking to what you just said about the the type of person who's just yes, very exhausting. You give someone like that the spotlight, and they will run it into the ground. And sure, we just saw that. But with the guy's reaction to Tasha, so I did kind of look into a little bit of you know whatever inside scoop I could get. And I was listening to um, Wells was on a podcast talking about how he's going to be on a future episode. I think maybe next week he like stops in to do some kind of bit with them. And he was taken aback that like not a single person there. I mean, not that he thinks so highly, but like he's been on every season of paradise as like the bartender. And also he was on a you know, season of the bachelorette Not a Mm. single one of them knew who he was or like knew that he was part of like bachelor nation or anything like that. Mm. So he really got a taste for the fact that like a lot of these guys that they pulled for clear season aren't watchers. They don't watch. So like, half of them probably didn't even know who Taisha was. Mm-hmm. They just saw this like gorgeous woman walk in 
Um, and I think that's why they all were like so excited for this fresh start. And sure. that's why I think sure. you see more of like these genuine conversations that she was having with them where they're like literally asking each other, what do you do? Where are you from? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know right. anything about you. Um, and I feel like it's, seeing her respond to these guys and actually be interested in them mm-hmm. in the way that Claire mm-hmm. wasn't is making them more attractive. Like I didn't notice any of these guys. Can sure. we talk about Until the fact Tasha started talking to him. No, that's Can we talk about the fact that Tasha has been on the show for an episode and a half and she's already kissed five guys? So like <laughs> we're talking about how like she's this genuine cool person in I'm not saying that this doesn't doesn't happen at times but yeah, it's a it's little every, every sure yeah. but especially in this situation where all these guys are there for Claire within yeah. the first episode and a half I I tallied it cuz I was like this is this is a lot of kissing <laughs> and she's kissed five guys already and it's like who was what Zach and Zach Brendan. and Ben and Brendan and Easy and there was one more. I forget who it was. But I was just like, okay, like this, like, because she comes in as this, like, nice, you know, normal mm-hmm. girl. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, we're in the pool. <laughs> yeah. Let me kiss you. You know, and it's like, you yeah. know, I, again, well, I know that's not out of the ordinary for The Bachelor and Bachelorette. <laughs> yeah. I just, I feel like that, that has been a little <laughs> bit of a, like, I don't want to say red flag, but also like makes me excited because I feel like this is going to still be pretty wills off. <laughs> yeah, the, the drama is going to continue. Yeah. I mean, that's just, yeah. it, it, it's it's impossible know, for it not to. Yeah. On the other side of it, though, like they have such limited time to date each other. Sure. I sure. don't judge yeah. at all. Get your kiss on, girl. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it isn't, it's certainly not out of the ordinary for the show. I remember when we did the, the, the Fantasy League um, you know, one of the things that you, you there were all these different. Th- I came up with this whole scoring system for different things that you could get points for, and obviously one of them is is kissing. And it would it was like every week they'd be like, all right, seven people got <laughs> you know get points in this category, and it's just it's it's crazy. Just it's, don't it's kiss different... Blake. Just stay away from him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm also creeped out. You don't want to have a closet of. Tasha I liked him hair. earlier on in the in the season, but the more Canadian, no, dude, he got, he's the creepy. More creepy man. Out I was. So. I, I knew from um, the first episode, I was like, "That dude's a creeper." <laughs> like, like, stay away from him. And I think I've been proven right. Oh, Can we man. talk about Kenny's shirt? Kenny, Kenny well, said in this episode, shirt? everything yeah. about. Uh-huh. They said in this episode, I bought a suit for this because I don't wear them. No, duh, Kenny, because you don't know how to wear a dress shirt. We all know you don't have a suit. <laughs> like, yes. Oh my god. Yeah, that, Kenny, the boy band manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I can respect that. I can respect being a boy band manager, but <laughs> oh, no, I mean, bye, creep. Yeah, that that whole that whole interaction cracked me up. I was like, I was screaming at my TV, like, we all know you don't own a suit because you don't even know how to wear that one. So, <laughs> yeah, Man. Kenny's good TV. I, I, I need I to go like, like there's hunting or something after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty charged up, buddy. You okay? No, it's more um, of a, I need to make sure that I, I, I'm still I, I'm still not too feminine. So, <laughs> sure, I got you. Um, everyone knows at this point. Um, yeah, it, it's 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 interesting. It's gonna be. I, I think there's still obviously there's plenty of drama to come. There's never been a bachelor bachelorette season that's not full of drama. But I do think there there's a even from a viewer standpoint. I was a little worn out on Claire and the the intensity that she brings to <laughs> to the screen. Yes. So you I can think see it in her can, forehead vein. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And yeah, that, that could have been like a vein. character itself. Um but yeah, like she the, there's a it could be I would hope that that this will make for a more enjoyable train wreck rest of the season rather than the stressful train wreck that I think we were potentially headed for if, if not for, Oh yeah. If not for Dale saving us. So, um, Dale and his tiny ears, his ears are way too small for his head and it stresses me out a little bit. Okay. We skipped over it. Let's, let's answer the question. Do we think they are going to, I don't know, Brian, what's the question? Do they last? Do they get married for two years? Do they get married forever? Like what's the question? Brian? If they get, I think you could just straight up say, Will these two do they get married? Yes or no? Ellen, I'll throw to you first. No. Yeah. I'm I'm in that camp as well. It's a no. Zero chance. Zero Zero chance. chance. Like I I think that's like 
we kind of skipped over him because Claire has taken the crazy spotlight. Sure. But sure. I think that dude is is low key sketchy, sketch, sketch, sketch. Like there's here's something that I think might happen. I think Claire might have might get pregnant like on mm. purpose, but oh, oops. <laughs> um, and then like they probably don't get married, but at least she got a baby out of mm. it. I think mm. that's. Her okay. goal here. I like that theory. <laughs> yeah, I would put the over under at like <laughs> six and a half months, maybe before yeah. before we see. Yeah, he already that. got outed as not just a former pro football player; he's also a former model for NFL gear too. Apparently, uh-huh. that yeah. that kind of was a yeah. funny tidbit. I do. I will say this is this is not just for him. This is for every. I love. Yeah. I love the descriptors for all these guys, <laughs> like their their professions and stuff. Like I love when they'll be like, "Oh, he's a former professional football player," and then you look him up, and it's like, "Is he? Is he though?" Because what he did was he played on a taxi squad for a year. Like that does that? I mean, I guess that counts. You still get the jersey and stuff, but like, it just makes you wonder. <laughs> yeah. If like, we're if we're sort of fudging the math on on these guys, what does that mean for uh, somebody like Bennett, who's like a wealth management? officer or whatever or investor or Mm -hmm. advisor or you know what does it mean for these other guys a boy band manager what does that actually mean you know compared to uh, could be for successes you never know yeah Yeah. Uh, well obviously not a good boy band manager if he can take three (laughs) months off (laughs) i mean to be fair they can't tour right now so maybe there's maybe there's something yeah but like brendan he's i mean it says that he's like a a roofing like manager. Yeah, professional but roofer. Yeah. I went yeah. to his Instagram. He's a professional model. Like he, <laughs> he tags the brands that he's like doing oh ads for. I mean, that explains yeah. the turtleneck. So, <laughs> yes. I think. Oh man, that turtleneck's got to go. But yeah, like I, I like think that's Brendan, part of the so deal. I'll give him a pass. Watching this whole thing is like you have to acknowledge the complete buffoonery of it. I mean, it's a total. It, it's it's total bull. And and to go in expecting otherwise is is the I think is the problem. If you go in thinking from a viewership standpoint, if you go in just thinking this is this is a total dumpster fire and that's it's all for show, then it it can be very enjoyable. If you go in expecting wait, these people aren't going to f- No, they're of course not. Of course yeah. not. It's, you know, they're in all my eyes, The goal if I were if I were like the bachelorette or a contestant, the goal yes would be to like get engaged at the end, but to stay engaged or together for two years because mm-hmm. if you get to if you stay together for a two year mark you get to keep the Neil Lane ring if you <laughs> break up before then you have to give it back no. oh man oh, I didn't know that <laughs> That's a, is that a thing here. I like oh, that oh yes oh yes man that ring's probably worth 20 grand so mm-hmm. you know oh my god Caitlin Bristow I, I, still has her ring because her and geez. Sean Booth were together for two a little uh, for over two years so she still she got to keep hers I did not know Genius. that oh yes I I know way too much about this show. That's why you're here. That's why you're here, Ellen. Um, all right. We're going to do a quick little uh, uh, draft here. Um, if, if, we're, if we're done discussing the rest of the we're, we're mm-hmm. going to draft real quick and uh, pick some teams. I'm not going to do a point system or anything. It's just straight up. We're trying to pick the winner at the end of all this. So whoever, awesome. has, the, whoever has the winning contestant at the end of The Bachelor at, uh, with Tasia. Or I say we do somebody top else. four, top three points because cool. hometowns and sure uh, that's that's fantasy fair. suites that's fair as well. Hey, by the before we get to that though, my last little thing is here. Here is I want to know, and maybe you have the answer to this, Ellen. I don't know because I I'm, I didn't want to research. I'm not researching at all. I'm just <laughs> flying by the seat of my pants. The she, here's Tasia. She steps in to replace Claire on a moment's notice. So. We know that they had to do like fourteen day quarantine to come into the, all this. So did they just have her on sectioned off from everybody else on a corner of this of this quad, or or how is this working? Because the rumor sure. is they saw from like day one that Claire only had eyes for Dale, and they okay. called Tasha. Okay. And then the rumor is that these other four guys, I don't know if you remember. They announced the cast for Claire, mm-hmm. and then they got mm-hmm. shut down for a bit. 
And some people were like, give her some more, like, real adult people. Because it was only, like, guys in their, like, 20s, early 30s. Uh-huh. Right. So they recast a handful of them. And that these four guys that they just now brought back were some of those original picks. Okay. So they might have called them back and be like, come back. Is this crazy? Early I, I have to believe that she swears up and down that they had no contact before zero the show. Chance. You know, There's zero chance. I fully do not believe that. I kind of might. I think just the Instagram stalking. I don't know. It it kind of okay. tracks for Claire, but sure, she That's probably true. talked. That's true. I just feel like it. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me at all if. I mean, obviously, they have people who are in charge of watching these people's social media and paying attention and all this sort of stuff. If, if there was like a. <laughs> Uh, a late night drunken like on an Instagram post or something. And that that alerted them to the possibility of like, hold up like this. Could, we got to make sure we have contingency plans or something. Um, what is, but I just like the idea that they just sort of, Hey Tasia, you live over here in this one building. You don't get to come out until we need you. Like the we're other just gonna, thing too is going to hang out over here by yourself. It could have been TV magic where they said it was the same day and they really had, they like spent two weeks chilling at right, Quinta, but, you know, no, sure, I, but I, I think I, I can't imagine you do that. Like, you can't just make those guys sit there for two weeks and not do anything. Like, Chris I, Harrison I, can do no, whatever I, he wants. Like, <laughs> even with editing, <laughs> I think it would be almost actors. impossible to they pull can't. that off. Yeah, yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're turtleneck models, Tobin. They're not actors. Um, okay, well, let's let's do a real quick pick here uh, of our. We're gonna go through Ellen since since you are our guest, you get to pick first. We're gonna do this. Snake draft style, so Ellen's going to pick first, then Tobin, and then I will pick back-to-back, and then we'll move back the other direction. So uh, we'll try to do it very, very fast so that it's not terribly boring radio, and then I think at the end of the season, we can come back and do a full recap episode and discuss who the winner is, et cetera, et cetera. So, Ellen, you're on the board. Make your pick. Okay, my first pick is Zach C. Okay. I think he was great in that little moment that they had. Uh, tossing pennies or whatever. Sure. He okay. was her first kiss. Uh, high hopes. And first I can't, I'll be honest. Rose I'm at the point. Sure. All the women end up with their first impression rose guy. That's that's true. That's true. I can't tell most of these guys apart. <laughs> I, I'm that way with the bachelor as well with most of the women. I just, I think I'm at the age where it's like, I don't know. They all look <laughs> under Did 35. I, I just, you? I, I have I wrote down their names. I made a big board. Um, but if you put Zach and Zach Ben, C. yeah, Zach C. Brian, you have yeah, to specify. Yeah, if you put <laughs> if you put Zach and Ben and maybe another couple of these guys like in a lineup and said, "All right, name them," I'd be like, "I have no idea, no idea." It's they all look kind of the same to me. So yeah. anyway, okay, Tobin, your pick. My first choice is obviously Ed because he's apparently. <laughs> Invincible. I'm just kidding. No, it's a. Uh, my first choice is going to be Brendan. I think Brendan. Uh, I think that he's got some things that will probably carry him pretty far in this stuff. Okay. And by things, I mean turtlenecks. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Brendan's I am going to go with. I'm going to go. I got back to back picks here. I'm going to go with our boy Easy. Um, and I will also pick. A guy who I don't think is actually going to win, but he's too villainous to to not uh, oh, stick gosh. around for for a while. So I'm going to go with Spencer there and I rack, rack up some. some Ugh, long de- the way oh, he I came in. he's a terrible human being. I wanted to I wanted to immediately fight for those boys. Whenever he came in, he was like, "So which one of you guys <laughs> ticked off Claire?" I'm like, "Just just kill him now, easy. Like, we'll put him out as yeah. main." Like, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to take Ben as my next okay. one. Not Bennett, Ben. Because <laughs> Bennett's gonna. I like die, Bennett, probably. by the way. I do. I love. I love him, but he's not. He doesn't stand big, a chance. Big, like, no. yeah, big Bennett fan over here. Did, wouldn't have thought that coming in. They Huge did such a great job of like, yeah, they tried so hard to make him look kind of villainous, and I was like, no, this guy's kind of awesome to be honest. So no, I, he's I like a ridiculous person. I hope he person, sticks around for a while. Yeah, that is yeah. fully self-aware and is actually genuine, and I, I love yeah, it totally. Um, totally. All right, I mean, Ellen, you got back-to-back picks here. Back-to-back picks. I'm going to go Riley. Okay. Who, and who's an attorney and really surprised me with that information. Like, when he when he busted that out on the show this week, I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, he's like a hood attorney, too. Like, that dude. 
Like, he was, I t- yeah, he wants I, to fight. I, I was like, I, yeah. I, you could tell whenever he, when he was talking, to, that was my Spencer comment is that when he was talking to Spencer and Spencer was yeah. all tough, the second Riley would like, did the whole like, your lunch me thing, Spencer immediately shut up and it was <laughs> yeah. the best thing ever. Yeah, like, it was, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was awesome. I'm very okay. pro this guy for sure. <clears throat> for my next pick, I'm hesitant to choose this only because I am fully suspicious that. The producers are tricking us with the previews, thinking that Noah's going to be this like villain that makes it to the end. Mm-hmm. And she's talking to her dad about him, but I'm sure that that's not the case because they always trick us. But I'm still going to mm-hmm. pick Noah because yeah. he's okay. got too many pretty boy moments. So I mean, he okay. should win for that mustache alone. So <laughs> I think it's amazing. <laughs> so bad. Uh, give me Ivan. So bad. Oh. I'll take Ivan. Oh, good pick. Good, good pick. I'm going to go with my back-to-back picks here. I'm going to go with, man, I wanted Ivan. I was hoping you'd pass on Ivan there. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the guy that we don't know anything about, but he looked like a good-looking dude. Um, He had a nice, uh, nice sport jacket. I'm going to go with Montel there. And then I'll pick Jordan C as well. Back to you, Tobin. All right, give me Jay. Dang, you guys are going straight down my list. We're all on the same page. We're serious. Yeah, about we're this serious song. about Bachelor <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> um, you know, just because I have hope that maybe he's not super weird, I'm going to go with Blake. Okay. Why that not? guy murdered people, but all right, sure, whatever. He works with wildlife. I don't know, maybe he's a nice mm-hmm. guy. He knows where to yeah, bury He people. knows where That's to hide bodies, Ellen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh. He knows how to make it look like a bear. <laughs> that, that, should, yeah. that should make you less inclined <laughs> to like him. Okay, he's the only guy on his profile on, like, the ABC website that didn't say, mm-hmm. I love a woman who's fit. Like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, he just wants the hair for the closet. <laughs> <laughs> he creeps me out. Like, uh, the... He gets more Canadian the more amped up he gets, too, and that cracks me up. It's always funny. Like, when he's just talking at a normal level like this, he sounds pretty American, and then the more excited he gets, it's a boot, and it, he gets very Canadian. I dig that. So, anyway. Sorry. Continue. Okay. Uh, my next pick, um, not that I think he's going to make it very far, but I think he's going to stir some stuff up in a couple of weeks. I'm going to go with Kenny. Okay. Boy band manager. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, speaking of stirring things up, I'll take Chasen, which is just the dumbest name ever. If you could punch anybody in this house, <laughs> it's totally Chasen. No, right? like, I would punch him. I think before it's still Spencer. Kenny for me. But uh, I, I hate Chasen's face a lot. His face I would, and I would, his name. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would definitely punch him. But he's gonna I, do the I crazy thing next week. They they've already teased it. And she's mm-hmm. going to see it as a knight in shining armor and, and, and be blinded by it. And I think that's why he'll stay. So Yeah, the, the, it's, it's one or the other. Like, next week we'll kind of solidify him as a top six contestant or he will be gone yeah. next week, mm-hmm. I think. So we'll be, that's a high risk, high reward pick right there. Uh, low ceiling, high, high, or excuse me, high, high ceiling, low floor, if we want to do a draft talk. Um, I will go with, you know what? I, I like the guy, so I'm just going to go with Bennett here. I just kind of hope he hangs around for the next uh, couple episodes. And then I will... I already picked one guy that we hadn't seen much of, so I'll go with... I'll go with Damar. Back to you, Tobin. Man, how many we have left? Um, like, these are our last two picks, because we'll have one left over. Because there's 19 contestants left, I believe. Okay. So and there's only 18 picks. Uh, so give this me is your last pick, Joe. I like Joe. I don't I'm a big fan of Joe. Know anything I don't like, think he stands a chance, I like but I like the guy. Joe's the yeah. doctor. Joe's an anesthesiologist. <laughs> so. That's not a doctor. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, That's a rich. All right, doctor. Ellen. Last last pick, Peter or Ed, and then we'll leave the other to the side. Gotta go with Ed. <laughs> We don't know anything about Peter. Like he's barely on the the, the episode. I mean, uh, Are they, wasn't they he one of the new? Wasn't he one he's of the one new one four? New yeah, yeah. They didn't get the to him ones. yet. Is what it sounds okay. like. I switch. I'm going with Peter, but you know, okay. Ed, Bennett is the is my like dark horse. I just throw yeah, guys, we know Ed is the dark horse. He's going to be in the top <laughs> four somehow. <laughs> 
when they go to the home when they We're go to the hometowns, they're gonna realize that, he's, that he's from Florence, yeah. Italy, and they can't go over there. So, I uh, I love a contestant that is kind of the perspective of the audience in their um, mm-hmm. in their yeah. interviews, and that's Ed, and that's sure. Bennett to an extent too. Yeah, no, I agree. They seem to have a, a, a friendship as well, so I hope for their sakes that they get to stick around together. Okay, like I said, we will come back at the end of the season. We'll do a recap episode. We'll talk about who wins um, and whatever insane, stupid stuff that pops up over the uh, over the next few weeks. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Maybe we've made you want to go back and watch The Bachelorette. Um, if you want you us should. to come back before the end, <laughs> yeah, let us yeah, know. Just give us, let us a couple know. more yeah, times. Let's, let's keep talking by, about this. <laughs> by popular demand. Um, we will uh, we'll let you we'll let you decide, dear listener. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I'm not going to do the whole, but I will do this. Ellen, tell people where they can find your podcast. Yes, you can find my podcast, uh, Love That Movie, on um, Apple Podcasts. And as of this week, we are now on Spotify. Woohoo! So for awesome. all the Androiders out there that don't have iTunes, you can subscribe mm-hmm. to me on Spotify. Great. Ellen's show is awesome. Both Tobin and I have done episodes uh, with Mine her was better. If, uh, <laughs> Okay, well, you know, um, that's fine, buddy. No, no, seriously, great podcast. Really enjoy listening to it. Uh, good experience to, to record over there. So, Ellen, thank you so much for being here. We greatly appreciate you. Um, we'll be back next week with, uh, you know what, I don't even know, more basketball talk on Spread the Floor and throwbacks and AMAs and all kinds of craziness on the Mad About Movies. And Tasha Talk. And Tasha Talk. Yeah. Uh, yes. So we'll see you again next time. Bye. Bye.